Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Seacoast Conversation with Mary Beth Parkinson, a public service of Seacoast Oldies. Local happenings, local businesses, local newsmakers, all on Seacoast Conversation. Heard each week at this time. Now, Seacoast Conversation. We have Colleen Westcott here from the Hampton Area Chamber. She's going to tell us about all the events happening at Hampton Beach in the next few months. Yes, we're very excited for a a busy summer season. Looks like it's going to be a fun one this year. We go to the Beach and Brew Fest, yes, on uh, June 25th. This was a first event last year. It's at the South Beach, the uh, South State Park under the pavilion. It was a huge success. We sold out the event. And everybody, as they were leaving, was saying, you're going to do this next year, right? You're going to always do this, right? So we're (laughs) very excited to bring it back. A day of tasting all the breweries out on the sun, on the beach, sand in your toes. We've got the music going, the food trucks cooking, a lot of fun. Now, that one does sell out. Tickets are on Eventbrite for that, June 25th, so the Beach and Brew Fest. Yeah, another event, Senior Day. That was new Prior to COVID, we didn't do it during COVID, but prior to COVID, it was a new event. This Senior Day, we um, work with the um, local businesses, and we bring the seniors to the beach. We have buses that bring them down for a day at the beach, a good old-fashioned day like they remember. We have a cookout. We have the big band playing on the seashell stage. We have the shops open for them to go visit a little bit. So to bring them down to the beach to enjoy a day in the sun is really, really fun. And many umbrellas and sunscreen. Many umbrellas and sunscreen. We have a cookout for them under a tent, so it's very shaded. It's just a load of fun. What day was that again? That is going to be June 22nd at the Seashell Stage. This is an event that the Chamber puts on. It requires them signing up because we do make plans for everybody who's coming, making sure we have a lunch for them. We do send them home with gift bags of treats. Really lovely and a lot of fun. From the seniors, we roll right into children. Children's Festival. This is August 15th through the 19th. I don't know if you've ever been, but the beach comes alive every day. There's activities, entertainment for the kids down down at the beach. So as far as an age theme, it goes from seniors to kids. Yes. That is so cool. And now what what about uh, anything different for, say, 4th of July? 4th of July, such a literally a blast right I mean the 4th of July fireworks 4th of July is such a busy time of vacationers we let the fireworks the um, entertainment on the stage so there'll be as always the entertainment on the seashell stage free music all summer long that'll be going for July 4th as well as the fireworks now, is there any is there any crossover or any competition between some of the entertainment that is within, say, bars? Does is there any kind of clashing of the bands or whatever with the seashell, or is it all kind of timed out? 
That's a great question. And I could see where you might think that. The free entertainment on the seashell stage is a wonderful background. It's a wonderful place to, you've been at the beach all day and you want to just sit for a moment before you get in the car and enjoy some music. The seashell stage attracts a different kind of person visiting the beach as going into the bar or going into the restaurant or going to the uh, deck of the sea catch and enjoying the music there. We find those folks are looking for a meal and maybe a longer visit. Um, now, of course, you can stay in front of the seashell stage all evening and enjoy the, the full night of music as well. We sometimes have the bands that play on the seashell stage, do play in the, the bars across the street on different days. So there are people who follow them back and forth. Our main goal is to make sure that everybody has a great time and can enjoy good entertainment, whether they're sitting on the deck of the restaurant or on the bench in front of the stage. And I know the town has uh, different decibel levels that uh, you can't go over, and I'm not sure what the, what the music uh, time frame is as far as when it has to stop on weekends. You are right on that. There are decibel levels. There are times. Fortunately, I don't have to deal with that, so <laughs> I don't know. But you are correct, and uh, we do our best to keep both residents and visitors happy that there's entertainment, but all of our residents are feeling cared for as well and not um, intruded upon. Now, what about the Sandcastle event? When does that usually take place? The Sandcastle event is usually in June. The Sandcastle competition is put together by the uh, Hampton Beach Village District, manages that every year. So it's always fun to see the dump trucks of sand come in, those huge piles of just sand suddenly turn into works of art, which is absolutely amazing. It is. It takes about a week for them to put it together. So it's always fun to come down and visit and see the progress and see the sculptors working hard. Now, these sculptures, sculptors, come from all over the world so them coming here they are really masters at their craft and it's fun to watch them in their creative process so the building up to it is always fun to watch and then of course when it's complete watching the judging getting your own picks of who you like as you vote for the people's choice awards as well so surely a good time and it goes on for a bit so it they leave them up so if you can always come down and see if they're still up they're up for couple weeks usually Mm -hmm. so most people can enjoy them so even visiting july 4th they'll still be there right i don't know the exact dates for that but there's a possibility right i know um they might not make it to july 4th i know it's more towards the june date but i'm not sure okay we'll have to check the website yes the hampton beach village district will have all that information on it yeah so the hampton beach village district is that managed by Chuck Rage? It is. Okay, yeah. It is. Awesome. We are so fortunate to have such good partners and support in the Seacoast. So the Hampton uh, Area Chamber, we work closely with the Hampton Beach Village District, of course. We work with all the Seacoast Chambers. We have a Seacoast Chamber Alliance, so we're always working with the Exeter Chamber, the Portsmouth Chamber, the Dover Chamber, Summersworth, and beyond. Portsmouth Chamber, we go and do um, marketing for Destination Seacoast together. We work with that. We work closely with the New Hampshire State Parks, of course, because our beach is a 
a state park, one of the most beautiful in the state, I think. So we're working closely with them. And the town of Hampton, we're always working with the town of Hampton. So between the, the chamber, the Hampton Beach Village District, the town, the state, such a great collaborative to make these events happen, to make this one of the most devi- desired places to visit and also to live. I mean, we've just had an influx of people wanting and desiring to live here on the seacoast. And we're so fortunate to be here. Now, this summer, the summer of 2022, um, guessing is going to look maybe a little bit different than pandemic summers. <laughs> we are certainly hoping so. I know part of the road was closed off. Is that back to being open? It is going to be open this year. Um, that was during the pandemic. There were pros and cons of that, uh, the yays and the nays of that. I believe this year it will be open. It will be open except for as it typically closes for the Hampton Beach Seafood Festival. For Seafood Festival, September 9th through 11th, Ocean Boulevard does close. We'll, of course, have our lobster roll eating contest. That mm-hmm. will uh, be on Sunday. Okay. A big competition. Who can eat the most lobster rolls in 10 minutes? I believe it's up around 30, 33 wow. lobster rolls in 10 minutes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So the Seafood Fest weekend, the 9th through the 11th, it's going to be September. A, yeah, September. It's going to be a, a just a wonderful event this year as we move farther away from, from COVID and getting back to normal. Uh, the Sunday of Seafood Fest is when we have the um, Seafood Fest 5K road race. That happens first thing in the morning. Runs right along uh, the ocean, right up Route 1A. Beautiful route. And then it ends on the beach. They end the race on the beach and then they walk down to the beach bar where a drink is waiting for them. Nice way to start a Sunday. That's for sure. And I'm sure the Hampton area and state police with everything going on this summer they're going to have their hands full it'll it sounds like a really busy and fun summer it does it does and we are so fortunate to have the best hampton police hampton fire all working together the the department of public works we meet very often to make sure we're fully prepared for all the events that we have planned because we want them to be easy for folks to come when the traffic and the parking and all that, the Hampton police are working with us on that. Safe, we make sure that we have the fire department and EMTs on site for events. If you want to shop and just enjoy the boardwalk, we have one of the most beautiful boardwalks Mm -hmm. in the area, of course, and so enjoy a day of shopping as well. Eating, shopping, (laughs) yes, hiking, swimming, anything. And Hampton Beach has the whole family in mind so the kids can enjoy the beach the parents can enjoy the food there's just so much and then the family can go out on a boat ride there's so much for everybody to do and now do you know is there one hub or whatever where you can rent a hotel room or a cabin or a house is it just uh do you have links on your the Hampton Area Chamber website? Or? Yes. So the Hampton Area Chamber website, hamptonchamber.com, has the all the lodging listed where you could click and be linked to their websites. Our beach office, which is open from May through October, it's right at 160 Ocean uh, Boulevard. That's where our 
our chamber ambassadors and our chamber staff are there to help folks find a hotel, find a restaurant, get connected with the activity they want to do. So that chamber information office is a great place to stop in, pick up the brochures, talk to the locals who can help direct you. We have a visitor's guide we put out every year, which lists all the accommodations, all the restaurants, all the activities. And that is, again, a nice book that you can refer to. You might find something in there that you didn't even know you wanted to do. (laughs) And I know in years past, maybe when the beach wasn't as popular, you could spend a day and think, you know, let's just get a hotel room. That's not going to happen. Yes, things (laughs) are... Everything is just... If you don't plan ahead, you're really kind of behind the eight ball, as they say, right? (laughs) You're right. So it does fill up. We are in a very desirable place right now, and everybody wants to come. And the bookings for this summer are looking good, and we're very thrilled about that for our business owners that depend upon the summer tourism to make their living. So we're very thrilled about that. If you are on the beach and you say, let's just enjoy dinner and grab a hotel room and stay, you can come to the chamber office at 160 Ocean Boulevard. We have a list of um, the hotels that still have openings. So we can direct you to which ones still have a room for the night. And we keep that up to date on a daily basis so that we can assist those who fall in love with the place and decide they want to stay a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And and even if it's not by the beach. I mean, Hampton, there's so many good restaurants within the town of Hampton or Mm -hmm. Seabrook, Northampton, obviously Portsmouth's close by. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a lot of options. Yes. The area is developing so nicely from Seabrook, as you said, wonderful restaurants and places to stay down there. Right on up to Rye has been just a beautiful Couldn't you do that ride every single day? The 1A from Seabrook up to Rye is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I hear so many people say they love the ride up that coast. They are making their plans to come here. So from Seabrook to Rye, that whole coastline is just beautiful. It is. And even a little bit further south with with Salisbury, Newburyport. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just a really beautiful area of New England. It is. It is. And we try to let people know that and to plan their vacations to come here. But like I said, a lot of people already know and have grown up. Oh, I remember going to Hampton Beach with my grandparents. I went every year. So it's got a lot of nostalgia for for many, many people. That's for sure. I uh, moved away from the seacoast for a couple of years. And so when I came back... The whole strip had been renovated, and it was looking phenomenal, and it still does. And now we go to our second guest. We're talking with Courtney Perkins, the executive director of Prescott Park in the New Hampshire Seacoast area. And thank you, Courtney, for being here. So can you tell us about Prescott Park, where it is, and what's going on there this summer? So Prescott Park Arts Festival is located in Prescott Park, which is in the south end of Portsmouth. Okay. Now, is there a difference between the Arts Festival and then Prescott Park itself? Absolutely. So the Prescott Park Arts Festival is its own independent 501. 501- 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. C3 nonprofit. And Prescott Park itself is uh, the land in which we do our performances um, that the city maintains uh, and takes care of so beautifully. So for anyone who is maybe not that familiar with Portsmouth and the Prescott Park area, how would you describe it? And is there an outdoor theater? So Prescott Park itself is a beautiful public park on the banks of the Piscataqua River in Portsmouth with a ton of history going back to the founding of the city. It's a park that the city maintains for the public, including beautiful flowers, Uh, There is a public stage with performances hosted by Prescott Park Arts Festival from mid-June through Labor Day, six days a week with the exception of Tuesdays. But the park is open at all times to the public, and those performances, which are really world-class, are um, suggested donation only. So there is no requirement for payment, and even during a show, can still uh, use and access the park at any time. So now tell us about what the plan is for 2022 season. So after a really challenging 2020 where we had to cancel and then a smaller uh, 2021 season, we are really thrilled that we'll be back to what feels like a near normal season in 2022. Our very first concert begins on June 16th. The musical itself will open on June 24th with 27 performances throughout the summer, ending on August 14th. And the final concert will be on Monday, Labor Day. So we were thrilled to announce Footloose as our 2022 musical, which will bring a cast of 20 on stage with iconic music and dancing. Um, So we're very excited to be back in full force with just a really fun and upbeat summer musical. So describe kind of the atmosphere, and it's an outdoor theater. So how does that work? Do people bring blankets, other chairs to rent? How does that all work? Sure. So it is an outdoor theater in the middle of the park. You can see it because it has it has 30 feet up in the air, lights and speakers. Um, so it certainly draws your attention. Uh, the audience is allowed to come with their own chairs, their own blankets, um, or you know just themselves. Uh, you can also rent chairs, uh, reserve tables, and reserve uh, a limited number of blankets at the front of the stage. We typically um, will allow people to start setting blankets down around 3 p.m. Uh, every show has tons of people from all over the seacoast and New England, really. And, you know, so it is family friendly. It is comfortable. There is a restaurant on site that you can get drinks and snacks as you need it, bathrooms, and then convenient parking throughout Portsmouth. 
Um, and the great thing about Prescott Park, especially for families, again, is the suggested donation model um, for those with young kids. You know, you can bring your kids for the first act, and if you don't think that they can make it through the second act, you're completely fine to get up and leave and then catch the second act at, an- at another point in the summer. So it's really casual, comfortable, and accessible for people, you know, of all walks of life. So as far as the tables, are the tables kind of already set up and then there's space in the front near the stage for people with blankets? Is that what it looks like or? Yeah, so we so you would reserve a table in advance and all of the tables are in the back of the seating bowl um, so that they don't interfere with any sight lines for anyone that's sitting on a blanket. Um, you can also uh, rent Adirondack chairs um, when you get on site and those typically are in the back as well. And there is a, a line between blankets and tables so that anybody that's sitting lower, we try to protect, protect their sight lines as well. So there is definitely some scaling that happens in the audience space. Um, so you can reserve in advance, but if you come and you decide, oh, I thought I was going to want to sit on the ground, but now I think I want to get a table or rent some chairs, you can do that on site as well. And now, you know, with kids and everything, you have porta potties and all that. No, we have actual bathrooms. Oh. So uh, next to or um, built into the restaurant, uh, built into the prop, there are public restrooms that we maintain throughout the duration of the summer. And those are actually open all day, every day uh, in the park. So even if we don't have a show going on, they're open for the convenience of the public. And it's so scenic there, the uh, landscaping and the colorful flowers. And it's just really fun to walk around, even if you're if you're waiting for the show or whatever. The city and the Department of Public Works does a truly exceptional job at maintaining the beauty of the park. And I agree with you 100%, Mary Beth. There will be some moments during a musical or during a concert that I will go sit in what is referred to as the formal gardens because they're well lit. They have beautiful flowers. You can hear the bubbling of the fountain, but also the performance in the background. And it is like... Uh, kind of like a dreamscape, right? So yeah. even if you don't want to come to fully take in the performance, uh, you can f- come to take in the scenery because, as we said, it's open to the public at all times. And it's really just a, a beautiful space. You have a direct line to the Memorial Bridge, to the Piscataqua. Sometimes there are humongous tankers that come through that are just amazing to watch. So, it's a, yeah, it's a really beautiful experience in whichever way that you want to enjoy it. And, of course, everyone wants to be near the water, so you have that mm-hmm, walkway, mm-hmm. and it's so pretty there. Now, you mentioned things kind of kick off, I think you said June 16th. So June 16th is our opening concert. And then we will roll into the musical performances typically happen Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday every week until the middle of August. On Mondays, we have our Monday night movie series sponsored by Wentworth Douglas Hospital where we do classics and um, cult favorites. And those typically happen at sundown in the park on Mondays. Concerts typically are on Wednesday evenings, and then we are dark on Tuesdays. So if you want to come with no crowds anytime on Tuesday, day or night, the park is open to the general public. The start time of uh, the Footloose. Tell us more about that and, and about the theater group that will be putting on this performance. It will be a cast of 20, so it'll be a mix of the incredible regional and local talent in the Seacoast and in New England. 
as well as national talent that will come in to uh, make up the ensemble. And then you can come and see those incredibly talented folks on the stage Thursdays and Sundays at 7 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. We will also have two to three matinees during the summer um, so that people with young children or families that prefer to uh, take in the musical during the day still have access to seeing the great show. What's the name of that actor that did that famous scene in his underwear where he's singing? And I can't think of his name. <laughs> so that's Tom Cruise. Not the same oh, movie, but Kevin Bacon is the actor that's in Footloose. Yes. Um, so we definitely will have some pops of Kevin Bacon or Six Degrees of Te- Kevin Bacon throughout the season for sure. <laughs> that will be cool. And since the area, Prescott, we're talking about Prescott Park in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, uh, specifically the Arts Festival. It's such a beautiful place. And what about people who want to enjoy the beauty by having a wedding there? Is that even an option? Absolutely. So the city uh, manages the weddings and any kind of private ceremony that you'd like to do. They have a calendar on their website, and that is integrated with the events that we have so that you're not having your wedding and then a performance is happening at the the same time. Uh, It's a gorgeous setting for a wedding. They make it accessible for brides and couples to do that, so it's super affordable and it's a gorgeous setting. We see a lot of weddings throughout the summer. We observe them from the stage and from our offices, and it is, you know, it's always just a a wonderful moment. So, yeah, absolutely a great place to take advantage of of hosting something special like that. Now, I know you have kind of a casual food fair nearby, ready to go during the performances of Footloose. What about fine dining? Is there other restaurants people can walk to? Absolutely. So Riverhouse Restaurant is on Bow Street, and they are the sponsor of our concert series and the winner of our Chowder Festival. So they have amazing, uh, amazing food, a beautiful view on the back decks on Bow Street of the Piscataqua and of the sort of quintessential Seacoast skyline. So we always highly recommend Riverhouse, but there are tons of restaurants in Portsmouth within walking distance to the festival. And often um, people will bring pizzas or they'll stop at Riverhouse and get chowder and some to-go, some to-go meals and bring it and eat it into the park. And we encourage that as well. If, if you, if you want to augment that with what you can find at the prop in the park, we love that, but you can certainly bring food and we would encourage everybody to visit Riverhouse, but certainly any of the restaurants in, in Portsmouth, many of whom we partner with. As an example, we serve Ohana bowls on concert evenings. So if someone wants to get something healthy and have some Ohana, you can order that in advance and we deliver it to you night of the concert. So there are, as Ports, everyone in Portsmouth knows, there are tons of options for great food. So for people who are not that familiar, what what do you think is the nearest, say, parking garage that would be the most convenient to walk to Prescott Park? I would recommend people taking advantage of, honestly, any parking garage in the city. None of them are particularly far from the park. And honestly, on the walk from any of the uh, city-maintained parking garages, 
you're going to see a host of restaurants and lovely shops. And so I would say that our guests take advantage of all of the, the open parking throughout the city. And many people make a day of it or a weekend of it, and they'll take advantage of, you know, they'll stay at the Sailmaker Inn and make a whole weekend, go to restaurants, see some of the historic homes, go to Strawberry Bank, and then come to the festival for a concert and a musical and really make it just an incredible weekend. And, and again, has... because we're suggested donation, it's accessible and it's affordable. So it really, a lot of people plan uh, trips around the festival schedule, which uh, we feel very privileged to be a part of. And it has been voted one of the best uh, cities in, in the country, right, in the last 10 years. Yeah, from... having moved here from Chicago, I can say that it has just a very unique amount of arts and culture, um, unlike any other city of its size in the country that I've taken in. Um, it's pretty incredible, and you know we feel really lucky to be a part of those offerings for both the people that live in Portsmouth and the people that choose to visit. And isn't there a visitor center if if someone wants actual brochures or something? Isn't that nearby or? There is. So downtown, there is Discover Portsmouth that really, um, they have maps and coupons and cards and informational packets for visitors to really discover everything that there is to offer in Portsmouth. There's also a local kiosk right downtown in the middle of Market Square um, that will have posters and announcements about different happenings throughout the city. And I think, you know, some of the things that are most fun about Portsmouth is, as I said, it's a real walking city and you can kind of just stumble into something really incredible as you're taking in the site. And oftentimes, you know, that the Piscataqua will draw you down to Prescott Park and you'll find, you know, a performance, a musical, a concert happening and and you can stay and and take it in. So um, lots of information available. You can certainly visit the Chambers website for calendar announcements on anything that's happening. So we try to make everything we can accessible to people to find information on. As far as what's going on at Prescott Park and Prescott Park Arts Festival, does that coincide or conflict at all with uh, the annual Market Square Days in Portsmouth? You know what? We all work in partnership and absolutely not. We love Pro Portsmouth. We love Market Square Day and all of the nonprofits. And I think this really happened during COVID, especially came together to support the activities of each other. Many of us collaborate and and partner on those activities. So Market Square Day's Day is one of those just kind of incredible moments in the city where everything we have to offer is in one space. Uh, but you know we're all supportive and collaborative, so there is no real uh, there's no conflict for sure. Now I've heard of people visiting a city or town or whatever like Portsmouth, Exeter, and just falling in love with it and thinking, yep. <laughs> I want to live here. There's a couple of uh, real estate offices that are nearby so you can get info. And what about you? Is that what happened with you? You visited and said, you know, I want to find a job here. How did it all come about? You're from Chicago. So So I had been at an arts organization in Chicago for 13 years and was looking to transition out of the city. My husband really wanted a a town that was a little smaller. Um, This job became something really special in my search because of the suggested donation and real importance on accessibility of high-quality arts, uh, regardless of their capacity to afford it. You've been listening to Seacoast Conversation with Mary Beth Parkinson, a public service of Seacoast Oldies. Tune in again next week at this same time for Seacoast Conversation. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.